Impact Driven Entrepreneur, episode 129. Today, we're talking with Danielle Ceballos, all about seven and eight figure messaging for your business and your brand in 2020. Everything you need to know that's applicable for right now. Let's do it. You're here to make a difference. It's our job to help you do that. Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur podcast, the podcast that helps you to build a thriving coaching company by becoming a thriving, impactful CEO. We do that through the Impact Formula methodology. And what this means is that you're going to be selling out your offers, scaling beyond one-on-one into group programs, and leveraging a team so that you can exponentially increase your income and slash your work week. It's time to experience the true income, impact, and freedom you deserve. Welcome back to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur Today, I have Danielle Ceballos talking about um, messaging in 2020. I'm so, so, so passionate about this topic because as you know, the state of affairs has changed. So the question becomes, how do we stay relevant? How do we stay servicing those clients that we want to be serving and that really need us right now? I think as coaches, like the biggest thing that I'm seeing is that there's even a bigger need for coaches. There's even a bigger need for therapists and people who are going to be there to support the entire world that is now almost all of it on shutdown, right? And so this is your time. This is your opportunity to serve and to show up um, for your people. And so I'm so excited to have our, uh, my, like actually a mastermind friend of mine, which is so, so, so exciting. Danielle Ceballos, she's the owner of Firebrand Communication Strategy, and she helps seven and eight figure CEOs build iconic brands. Welcome, Danielle. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat about this today. Yeah. So tell us like a little bit about how you got started with copywriting and like what this all like how are you the person that can help someone in seven and eight figure business owners? Like tell us the background, like how, what we can learn and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I actually got started. I mean, you know, when I was in college, like this world didn't exist. We were like on, you know, messenger, like messaging each other back and forth. And so I did a very traditional thing. I was a teacher. I have a master's degree in education and undergrad in psychology and really was just going to like have a job for my whole life. And um, I sort of always dabbled and stuff now, like obviously I didn't know know it then, but I always like, I remember um, in college, there was a girl who was selling Mary Kay and I was like, I'm going to do that. And I literally bought the thing in one day, hated it just because I didn't love like makeovers and I'm just not that kind of girl. And so it like started with this little like, oh, I want to do something like that. And dabbled a little bit in MLMs here and there. And then uh, my husband and I, we were uh, living overseas in Bangkok, Thailand. And I was teaching at an international school and was super bored. It was just a really easy job. I had been a special ed teacher in the States in public school before that, which is not an easy job. Um, And so going to this international school, I was really bored. Uh, So I decided I'm going to become a personal trainer. And uh, because I was living overseas, I couldn't work in a gym. So I had to start a business online and it was really like sort of at the emergence of that 
whole business space where things were being done online. Uh, prior to that, I had a blog. We had adopted our daughters from Ethiopia and I blogged through that really just to like keep family updated, but it grew into this sort of like faith-based parenting adoption blog, like back in the day when that was cool. Uh, and that sort of led me to working with a coach who at the time was one of the first people running online fitness programs and she was coaching other female fitness pros to do the same thing and again that was my only option at the time because i couldn't do this in bangkok and so i was like okay i'm doing an online fitness business while i was teaching and i um did that for about two years i liked it okay i didn't love it uh, i didn't love the coaching side of it and so um that coach actually ended up owning a digital marketing agency. And she said, you write, don't you? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess I write. <laughs> so she asked if I would write for her and then slowly asked if I'd write for like all of her clients. Uh, as her agency grew, I was writing 30, 40 hours a week. Sometimes after school, after I was teaching, we had moved back to the States. Um, and I just had to get really good, really fast. And so I did lots of training on it. Um, made a lot of investments to actually like learn the craft of copywriting and how to get conversions and how to create really clear messaging. And um, I got super burned out from my school that I was teaching at and decided I'm going to quit business forever. I'm just going to be a teacher and be happy about it. I'm just going to live there and be like a normal person who does normal people things. And that lasted about a month and a half. And I got super bored. It was like April when I decided that. So, you know, summer rolled around and I was so bored. So I started up my own writing agency. That agency had closed. And so I've just been doing that ever since. That was the summer of 2018, so almost two years. And um, since then, I've really kind of evolved the business. I started with just really anybody who would pay me to write anything. There was no like, this is who I am. This is who I serve. I was like, you need it written? I will write it for you. Um, and I slowly kind of grew a client base of mostly online business owners who were selling online programs that needed sales pages, email funnels, things like that. I ended up working for several, uh, probably like three at the time, like at the end of last year, uh, seven, eight figure business owners that just had a, a really different need for what I did. They, they had obviously very successful sales channels. They had very uh, dialed in funnels. They weren't relying on a sales page to make a sale, but they really had this thought leadership they wanted to bring to the world. They had messaging, you know, where they had this real legit like street cred and they wanted people to know, Hey, I'm different. I'm not like everyone else in the industry who just, you know, decided to call themselves this. And so it became more of a comprehensive strategy where we looked at who they were, what they wanted to be known as, like what what place in the market they really wanted to like hold. And then how do we create a comprehensive plan to get them out there with that messaging being like what's presented. So that's everything from writing blogs to social media posts to internally with what their like what goes into their clients, you know, Facebook groups and emails. Um, it's email marketing. It is uh, media pitches. Really it's the whole, anything that, you know, says this is who we are to the world outside of a video or a podcast really kind of falls under that. And it's been a really cool kind of evolution to see how quickly you can really educate your market to see you the way you want them to see you. So mm -hmm. that's kind of the story. Beautiful. Yeah. And um, so a few things that I want to just point out here. I, I mean, 
who I talk to primarily are corporate professionals who now became online coaches, right? And so you're, most of you guys are coming from a highly educated place. And, and I just want to point out here that that's like a really beautiful thing mm -hmm. that we want to let shine. I talk about, I call it entrepreneurial amnesia, right? You start the coaching business and you're like, everything before this did not exist, right? And that can yeah. hurt you so much. So can you talk about how you can kind of like uh, talk about this? How have you used it? How have you helped them to really bring that background in that really sets them apart? Because I think for so many of our people, that's a struggle. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Without a doubt. I think when you come from, and I understand because I came from a world that this, like this world that we live in, this online world, like no one at my school understood. Like if you're in a corporate <laughs> job, people are like, what are you, you're making money on the internet? Like, are you like a YouTuber? Like, you know, people don't get this world. And so, um, you, what you don't realize when you're, when you're not from this world is that literally anyone can wake up and they can call themselves whatever they want. They can make a Facebook page and an Instagram page and a website, and they could be the $8 billion person who never even went to a day of school or made a single sale in their life. And you are competing against those people in the market. So if you have any type of background, any type of background at all that lends itself to what you do now, then it's so important that you talk about that in your content, in your messaging, in your videos, because it's literally going to be something that separates you from everyone else who's less qualified to do what you do. And so I think people are like, oh, I actually just talked to someone today about this. They're like, oh, I'm like not good at like, it feels like arrogant and prideful. And the mm -hmm. truth of the matter is, if you do it well, it's tasteful and it's super, super, super smart and important because it's literally what will make people associate you with, you know, a, a legit pro as opposed to just some random person who decided to wake up one day and call themselves a business coach and had, you know, worked at a Dairy Queen before that. And that's it. So like, you just have to make peace with like, it's okay to be like, I have some, some credibility here and maybe it's not in exactly what you do. That's okay. It's still like, I used to talk about all the time when I was doing conversion copy, I was a teacher, right? So it's not, it doesn't really translate into selling, but if you think about what a teacher does, I taught in a rough, rough school, high school, and I sold all day long. I mm -hmm. sold these teenagers on how to like, why Romeo and Juliet was the greatest thing in the world when they were like, Hey, no, that's not it. So did I have some big corporate sales background? No, but let me tell you, I understood how to read an audience and get them to do what I wanted them to do, which is a very important skill when you're writing copy, right? You have to know your audience and you have to know what they need to take action. And so it might not always directly, like you might be coming from this type of corporate background and doing a slightly different type of coaching, but I guarantee you there's some link that you can pull over because you have a skill set clearly. Like if you're coaching people, then you have a skill set that's going to help them. So you just need to make that connection and put that out in your messaging because any little distinction between you and everyone else in the world is what's going to attract people to want to work with you. Totally. I love that. Um, and yeah, that, that was like a process for me for sure. Like if I'm very honest, like 
reason I know about amnesia, had it, right? (laughs) Like totally had it. So I think that that's such a good point. And also to the same point, right? Don't ever think that it doesn't have to be like this perfect congruent thing, Mm -hmm. right? Like, um, and also never compare it, right? Like, don't think like, oh, well, she came from that background. So then of course it's easier for her, right? Like work with what you got and do the best you can, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's really the same as like sharing client success stories. It's just showing that like what you have a skill that will help someone. And it's just a little bit of proof of that. So yeah, it doesn't always have to make be the perfect fit. Like teaching high school in a rough area really has nothing to do with copywriting at all. Like nothing. I really didn't make any financial exchanges with anybody. Right. But I, the skill set that I can pull from there is the same skill set I would need to be a good copywriter. So I guarantee you have that. And you just really need to think through what, what from my back background is really something I'm using now that makes me effective, that makes me Mm -hmm. someone who can get results. And maybe, you know, you come from, you know, a nursing background and you're a coach now for business growth, but the analytical side of a nursing job or the intuitive or the intuitive side, you could go either direction, you know, you have to understand the science or the people, right? And so either way you can pull that skill set into what you're doing. So even something as different as that, could be something that you leveraged in your messaging. Yeah. And I will say like, um, for me, I mean, it's kind of, I am the Sam, the example. I don't know if you intended that to be, but basically for us, it's like, uh, I started in neuro, in neurosurgery, which is yes. know, brain, brain sure. surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're like, what does that have anything to do? And I have been asked that question on podcasts. And my answer was always, well, the way that your brain works is what you think and what you think affects what you do. So that actually is everything, right? And um, so that like, but you know, like work through the process. Why is this relevant, right? Like even your high, uh, teaching high school students, this is why it's selling all day, right? It's because I'm making them do something that they probably don't want to do, right? Or like- They don't want to do it. Let me tell you. They don't want to do anything. You got to sell them a lot. All you moms are the best salespeople. Yes, I can tell anything now. I'm like, what do you need? I got you. (laughs) So beautiful. Okay. So now let's talk a little bit about what is the landscape now? You know, COVID is going on. The coronavirus is here. Most people are in sheltered homes. What how do we speak to the market now? What are some things we should consider? How do we want to shift things, if at all, and really reevaluate either the who, the message, like what, what, are, we, what are the factors? Yeah, so this is going to be a little different for everyone and uh, because there's, I think there's varying levels of how people and their businesses are affected by this, right? So if you've been running an online business and you're doing a group coaching program, you know, you're, you're not, your program has probably not changed. The way you deliver it has probably not changed. Whereas if you're a gym owner, then obviously everything is different, right? right? Mm -hmm. So if you are someone who's running your programs online already, and now it's just a matter of messaging, I think there's a couple of things to keep in mind. Number one, don't act like nothing is happening. That is the quickest way to lose credibility. Um, When you 
like I, I did a post the other day that said, if you've been scheduling your content out for the last six months, now's the time to pull it all down and redo it because you, you look insensitive and you look mm -hmm. out of touch. If you just don't mention anything, the opposite is don't send out one of those. This is how we're responding to COVID emails. Like how many of those have we all gotten about 850,000 and how many have, have we read right. zero? Zero so from all the CEOs yeah. of every software company yes. you ever yes. subscribe to. <laughs> every software company, every clothing company, every, I've gotten them from everyone. I'm like, this doesn't matter. I ordered like one shirt six months ago. Um, <laughs> but I think so that there's, those are the two extremes, but most of us are pretty much in that middle ground where we need to do two things. We need to be honest and we need to have hope. Uh, people don't need to, I mean, there's enough fear and negativity and awfulness on the news. It is 24 seven. Your friends are sending you articles. Like it's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's everywhere. Right. So we don't need to be that, but we also don't need to act like this is just some normal thing. Like people are very, very sick. People are dying. Our whole country, most of the world is shut down. That's sobering. That's not exciting. That's not great. So there's a balance of like, here's our reality. This is real. This is what's happening. But what can we get from this? Like, how can we still grow? So if you're a business coach, this looks like shifting your messaging to things are not looking good economically. They aren't. Every business is having a struggle right now, right? In some capacity, some more than others. Are you going to take advantage of opportunities that lie in this market or are you going to run away scared? There's honesty and there's hope. Like you can still grow a business right now. In fact, I have given more of my money away to businesses in the last two weeks ordering random junk that I don't know what staying home has made me want to do, but it makes me want to order all the things. So people are still buying, people are still spending and you're either going to take a spot in this market now, and it might look different. You're either going to do that or you're going to run away and say, I'm too scared. I'm firing everybody. And we're, we're closing doors. So there's this level of like, we're being honest that this is a real and serious situation, but there's hope, right? There's, there's opportunity for every business. There's opportunity. Um, if you have been struggling, um, to get healthy and lose weight, like there's opportunity. Now you have more time than ever to cook, to, to get, uh, get some exercise in. Yeah, you can't go to a gym, but there's a million ways to exercise at home. So we see like in every place, yeah, there's a lot of health risks out there right now. Now more than ever, it's time to get healthy and you have more time. Like, so with every industry, there's a way to present what's true and what, what's really happening and provide hope. And if you can kind of figure out the intersection of that for your business, that's where people will not only start paying attention, but that's where they'll begin to trust you. That's where they'll begin to say, Hey, this person's showing up for us, even when it's hard, they're, they're still here. Um, so that's one thing I would say is you've got to find that intersection of honesty and hope for your business. And then the second thing I would say is you've got to put out more content. Like this is non-negotiable. <laughs> People are stuck in their homes. They are on every platform probably, I don't know the exact number. I would guess five to 10 times more than they were last week or two weeks ago. You have to be putting out content consistently. Like I doubled up on my podcasts. I am putting out more content in my groups. I was being super slack with my Instagram about a month ago. And let me tell you, there's been a post every single day. Like 
you have to, whatever platforms you're on, wherever your people are on, you need to get that honesty and message out there more. Like whatever you're doing, double, triple, quadruple it, I don't care, get out more content because you have more attention than you've ever had. And if you don't stay present, when everything goes back to normal, people will have forgotten. But if you stay present and you stay helpful and you stay hopeful and you are serving your people for free, who's going to be top of mind when everything flips back and we're like, oh, we're in this normal life again. So that's super, super important. Yeah, totally. Sorry, I had to mute because the children. Um, (laughs) So totally. So helpful, hopeful, honest, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Ages. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, more content. I love the more content piece. I will tell you, someone this morning DM'd me and said, I'm ready to schedule my sales call now with you because I see how consistent you're being despite whatever's going on. So, and I get this all the time. Like I saw someone at a live event in October and the, num- the first thing she said to me is, I love how consistent you are. Now, I beat myself up that I'm not consistent enough. So you can be 90 or 80% consistent and still get away yeah. with it, you guys. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I think what, and what you need to remember is there will be people in every industry who just peace out. Like your competition yeah. in the next three months is probably going to go down to about 50% of what it is now. So if you remain a helpful, stable um, really insightful voice in the next coming months, you will have so much more opportunity. Like if you continue to help your people and serve your people and get them thinking about things they weren't thinking about before, like your, your, your brand stock just went up like a bajillion percent because your competition is going to decrease so much. Right, right. It's kind of like with the stock market, if you look at what the stock market is, right? Mm-hmm. All the stocks values are going down. So, I mean, I'm not giving any financial advice whatsoever, (laughs) but I remember from, you know, whenever we learned about stocks in high school, I remember that teacher being like, what the smart people would do is buy stock now. Right. I remember that like really clearly when we were taught that in high school. So Mm -hmm. it's that whole, like, go, go get it when the getting is good. And that's right now because most people are going to be falling off, are going to be getting into the victim stories. And again, this is the time for us to do some self-reflection too. Like what is preventing me? What are those thoughts that are preventing me from showing up, right? Is it the story that no one's buying? Is it the story that this isn't important? Because all of that is just internal lies, really, right? We just talked about how people are buying. I've bought things. I've bought things I've never bought that I've considered buying for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, so that's one aspect. And then the other aspect is um, showing up, doubling, tripling down on your content. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And I think the other thing you really want to get clear on is have the needs of your people change. You can't, you really, and, and I will say there's probably businesses that are affected. We're all affected, but that are less affected by that. You might not have a massive change in what your people need, but every one of us will have to reevaluate is what I'm offering really and truly what my people read, need right now. And if not, don't change what you offer, but consider how you can augment it with something that is 
going to help meet their current need so that they again see you as relevant and helpful when they need you. So if you've done lots of market research, what you did a month ago could be completely irrelevant right now. And you mm -hmm. have to consider that and go back and maybe do some more market research and figure out what are they saying now? What are their pain points now? And how can your messaging shift to speak to whatever they're saying they need now without being like, without lying or being you know out of integrity, like obviously you're not gonna just say what you think people want, but is there a way to pivot your offers so that you pull out one piece that you, you know, have always done, but it's what your people are saying they need. And you lead with that instead of something else you've been leading with for the last six months. So you really need to reevaluate that as well in terms of your messaging. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. This has been so helpful. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. And so where can people go and connect with you, learn more about you, et cetera? Yeah, so you can find me. My website is Firebrand Communication uh, com, And I've got a podcast called Firebrand Radio. So you can check that out. And yeah, I'm I'm hanging around on social media, Firebrand Communications on Instagram and my name on Facebook. So anywhere that you are, I'm probably there too, hanging out. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Get daily mindset strategy and support to grow your business for free. Join our community, the Coaching for Impact community on Facebook. Just go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash community to join.